Good morning. Welcome to our Easter Sunday worship service 2021. We are so glad that you are here to join us. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Today is Communion Sunday, so I want to remind you, those of you who are present, if you did not get your communion uh, cup from over there as you entered, please do so for later in the service. And those of you at home, you'll want to make sure that you have some, uh, some bread and some juice at the ready for later in the service uh, so that you can serve yourself. Or if you are with somebody, you can serve uh, your partner and your partner can serve you. Some announcements uh, for today before we get into our worship service. Uh, next Sunday, two Sundays from now, will be April 18th, and at 4 o'clock, the Anti-Defamation League program is being sponsored by our Social Concerns Committee. You want to take a, a good look at that. It might be something that you'll want to uh, participate in. It's a Zoom link, and you'll hear about it through our um, Friday and Sunday evening uh, e-blasts. On the 22nd of that week, we are having a homelessness webinar with the Thousand Oaks United Methodist Church. Again, a, a, a Zoom type of function which you can access uh, through uh, the publicity coming from the church. And then in May, we will be having a four-week class called Having Difficult Conversations in a Grace-Filled Way. Has anybody had a difficult conversation this last year or, or maybe the last couple years or the last 10 years or so, 15 years, uh, your whole life you've had difficult conversations. Well, you know, it don't, they don't have to be as tough as we make them, especially in the community of faith. There ought to be ways by which we're able to uh, sense what our opinions are, give voice to our opinions, and listen well to one another on issues of faith as well as issues of society and so we want to be the kind of faith family that is able to talk with one another not just tolerate one another or have a difficult time with one another Reverend Craig Beaker who many of you know and love is going to be the facilitator of this workshop it will be on Wednesdays in May Wednesday evening so uh, save those dates clear your calendar those evenings so you can be a, a part of of this great opportunity all right, then, let us center ourselves in preparation for worship.
be great when we're back inside having loud singing again, won't it? We look forward to that Sunday. Today we wrap up our series on Jesus' Sermon on the Mount by taking one last look at his thoughts about the kingdom of God, what it is like and how we participate in it. It's now and not yet characteristics. Since Epiphany, throughout Lent, we have looked at the Beatitudes, we've looked at the, the teachings of Jesus called the Extensions, Jesus' thoughts on piety, the Lord's Prayer, what in life is worth treasuring, and how we might further be reliant and trusting in God in our lives. Last Sunday, Palm Sunday, we observed Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem. We considered the now qualities of the kingdom of God. This Sunday, Easter Sunday, we observe Jesus' resurrection from the tomb. We consider the not yet qualities of the kingdom of God. What is out there before us, still ahead, awaiting further and further consummation? Our Christian faith points forward to a more ethically robust future in which the lamb will dwell with the lion. The tools of warfare will be refigured into plowshares. Every tear dried, every heartache soothed. Indeed, our faith envisions a beloved community dwelling in a peaceable kingdom. We live for and towards this vision of the future in which all that is good, holy, righteous, and just is consummated for everyone throughout the world. Don't you want to be a part of this? You can be. Take Jesus' hand and together we will walk his way of love and grace, making this our life's work, purpose, blessing, and joy. Let's pause for prayer. Holy God, be with us this time of worship that we might Open our hearts and minds to your holy word. That being nurtured and inspired by it, we would be led into truer discipleship and greater faithfulness in your son's name and for your purposes. Amen. wonderful to see everyone here today. This is the time in our service where I'm going to be talking to the children of our church, but I'm going to invite you to do something different than what you're used to doing. I know you'd be congregating around my feet and everyone would be able to see you and see your excitement for Easter today, 
but instead I'm going to invite you to stay with your families and I'll look towards you and and work to talk to the camera as well. So whether you're at home worshiping with us or here in this place, you remember that this is the time for you and that you remember how much we love and cherish you as part of our church community. If you watched our Celebrate Wonder Sunday School curriculum this week, you would know that your activity was to create a card to share the good news of Jesus's birth. So if you are at home and you have, need something to do during this time, think about making a card and how you might have supplies on hand to do that. Those of you that are here in this place, in the bag that you collected, there is construction paper and stickers and crayons for you to make that card if you want to. And there's also some other activities and mazes and things for you to do during this worship service. Now, if your wiggles just get too big, we have two parents that have agreed to go to the playground so that you guys can, can go there and w get your wiggles out during this worship service during the, the sermon time. Um, so if you need to do that, we want you to flag down Miss Christy over here and Blaze over in the back. He's already prepared to go to the playground, it looks like. So we're good to go. And they will be there so that you guys can, can have some fun and get some energy out during the worship service. Now, most of you probably collected some butterflies on the way in. For I know that we've passed them out specifically to the children, but adults, there should be enough for each household to take one or two home with you. And the reason that we pass out butterflies is because it is a great reminder that Jesus raised from the tomb, just like a caterpillar starts crawling and goes into a chrysalis and it almost looks like they're gone and that they're dead. In just a few days, they emerge from their chrysalis or their cocoon and they become butterflies and take flight in a new way. Similarly, on Easter, we talk about how Jesus's role in our life takes flight in a new way on Easter as our savior, as our redeemer, as the one who offers us new life. So I hope and pray that each of us remembers that we, and this is not going to work now, we are invited to take flight on Easter with the gift of God's love. Will you guys join me in a moment of prayer? Let's take a moment to talk to God. This is a repeat after me prayer. Dear God, thank you for today. Thank you for tomorrow. Thank you for Friday and thank you for Sunday. Thank you for loving us, loving us so big that you offer us new life. Let us be like the butterfly taking flight. Amen.
you join me in a moment of prayer? Loving and powerful God, joy floods our souls on this day. Christ is risen. Fear is vanquished. Open our hearts and our spirits to receive fully the joy which has been given to us. We celebrate the victory of Christ and the hope for the future. Lord, you are a gracious and patient God, and we come before you with so many things that weigh us down. We would like to have an easy faith, one that doesn't cause us to look within ourselves, to identify those many ways in which we have forsaken you. But faith is never easy. It requires our very souls. Forgive us, God, for all those things which we have neglected to do that would have helped someone else be closer to you. Heal our hearts from the wounds which have been inflicted upon us by the anger and misunderstanding which occur in relationships. Be with those who are sick, sad, lost, alone, or lonely this day. We ask you to shine your light, especially on Linda Keithley, Linda Northrup, and Kathy Drake this day. Prepare our lives to be of service to you. In silence, we wait, lifting up the prayers of our hearts. We long for your presence and your healing touch. God of awesome joy, be with us this day as we celebrate the resurrection of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Let the light of your love flood into our lives and through us to all those who have been captured by darkness, that the light may give them healing, freedom, and hope. As we witness the surprise of the woman, women at the tomb, the appearance of the Savior to Mary, and the good news brought to the disciples, let us remember that this good news exists for us today. Darkness does not win. Death is not victorious. Christ is risen for us, for you and for me. We are raised with Christ to new life of hope and service. Let the joy of this good news swirl around us in our hearts. Let excitement for service and ministry burst forth, forth from us. Let us truly be Easter people, that, the Easter people that you have called us to be as we join in the prayer that your Son taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Christ 
Today is from Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guard shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has been raised from the dead, and indeed, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings! And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
journeyed to Jesus' tomb at daybreak for the unpleasant, though respectful, task of properly preparing Jesus' body for burial, the crucified body having been stashed in an available tomb prior to the start of Sabbath. Some of our Gospels would have it be that way. Another, the one we heard this morning, would suggest that thanks to Nicodemus's quick thinking on that Sabbath Eve, they're at the tomb simply to mourn. Either way, they are there at daybreak and they discover an open and empty tomb and a disappeared body. An angelic presence startles them, announcing Jesus' resurrection and the plan to meet his apostles up in the Galilee. Leaving the site to share the amazing news, they, they run into Jesus himself, who underscores the truth of what is happening. Now, this is something radically different from what they were expecting, even in their wildest of dreams. The notion of, of resurrection had started to get some currency in the religious thinking of the day, particularly with the, the Pharisees, yet it was a concept about and oneness with God at the end time, not an idea of an immediate resurrection right after death. Like they discovered this morning of their, of their dear friend, for example, after a miserably unjust and brutal execution at the hands of the Romans three days earlier. No, this was something amazingly different, enormously different. Different in a miraculous kind of a way. The women's news would, would spread. New appearances of this risen Jesus occurred. Religious understanding developed and spiritual clarity emerged about it. Teachings, healings, Crucifixion, death, and burial, empty tomb, resurrection. This Jesus of Nazareth really fit. He was the Messiah, our risen Lord and Savior. The discernment determined, the proclamation proffered, the doctrine disseminated, a new theology of God and humankind, of what is and what is to come, was shaped and shared in those early decades and centuries. God was doing a new thing, and it would change the world. Hallelujah. Wow. What else could really be said, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, indeed. Over these months, we have been studying Jesus' Sermon on the Mount and been impressed with his wisdom. Jesus introduced us all to his thinking on the kingdom of God and, and how it was. And when we took upon ourselves the value of God and the ways of Jesus, the kingdom of God seemed very much to be among us now.
Holy Week with its betrayal and crucifixion and all those other weeks so eerily like them throughout the centuries since have underscored that our glimpse of the kingdom was fleeting, our grasp of it painfully partial. God's full sovereignty was clearly and regrettably still in the future, remaining a not yet for us. The dilemma of the now of the kingdom for us and that is that it is also a promise about what can be that is not yet. As we live into the dilemma with the light of the promise, we are challenged to allow all that is represented in that promise of the kingdom of God, its coming consummation, to influence our living in these days now. The good news of Easter is that Jesus' empty tomb and his, his resurrection shouts out a promise about the future kingdom, not yet fully here, but tantalizingly real for us in this moment or in, in that moment, like we talked about last week, of grace and compassion and mercy and justice and love. Jesus goes before his disciples to the Galilee, we're told, inviting them to join him. And he goes before us to God's kingdom, inviting us to meet up with him. We see the possibility of the more and the better for ourselves, for our community, and for our world. And we hunger and we thirst after it. We yearn and we hope for it. We pray for it. And by God, we resolve in our faith to live into this not yet, now. Isaiah talks about the peaceable kingdom. The not yet is that. Amos talks about justice rolling down like a river and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. The not yet is that. Paul talks about everyone in Christ becoming a new creation. That's the not yet. John talks about how every tear will be dry and death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more. That is the not yet that is out in front of us. 
our modern prophet, Martin Luther King, talks about the blessed community. The not yet is that. The dilemma of now is learning how to lean into the promise of the not yet and make it more and more real now and always. It gives us hope and, and courage. It motivates us to, to live in transformational ways, a way that demonstrates how to be kingdom people, how the kingdom is to be among us. Jesus' resurrection uplifted our eyes and it cast our vision to God's future with the promise that the not yet, that could be brought into the now if people of faith, people of good will, believed in it and worked for it. I think of the dear souls that were gathered with John Lewis that first time, making a witness for the brotherhood and the sisterhood of all children of God. As they crossed the Edmund Pettus Bridge and were beaten mercilessly, they saw a change that needed to come was way overdue, just, and right. They had glimpsed a, a not yet of human dignity and respect intended to be a now. And some 50 years later, dignitaries traced that terrible and glorious journey over that bridge peacefully the moral arc of history had indeed bent bent some bent a bit and a sense of Jesus is not yet had been ushered into the now. As Teresa of Avila, a, a 16th century nun and, and mystic wrote, Christ counts on us. Christ counts on us for this inbreaking of the not yet into the now. Christ has no body but yours, no hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes with which he looks with compassion on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours the hands with which he blesses the world. 
Yours are the hands. Yours are the feet. Yours are the eyes. You are his body. As Gaines Sorelli writes in her book, Sacred Resistance, Jesus has no body on earth but the body of people who seek to live according to God's wisdom and God's way, who seek to make God's love incarnate. So, we do it. And we do not hedge our bets. We're to be all in. We trust in God. And we follow Jesus. We let love lead wherever it will, whenever it will. Because the not yet of the kingdom is out there waiting to be drawn into the now of our lives. It's a promise. Jesus reaches out from the cross, from the empty tomb, from the Galilean seaside, and says, take my hand. Together, let us make a new life, a new world. What else do you want to do with the resurrection, friends? Applaud the miracle. Give an appreciative sigh. Walk away. No. Don't. Jesus calls you out for more than that. Jesus calls you out to a new life in the Spirit that will change everything. Lean into God's kingdom. Make it your future. He's looking at all of us because it is needed these days. Take his hand. Walk on. Thomas Merton wrote in one of his most popular prayers for guidance. I want to share that prayer with us today, and I invite you to join with me in the attitude of prayer. So it is your prayer as well. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end. Nor do I really know myself, and the fact that I think that I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you 
does in fact please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, will I trust you always. Though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death, I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Amen. You have listened to his sermon on the mount. May it be written on your heart. Turn your face to this amazing future which Jesus offers and smile with the assurance of the spirit that is within you. That you have been touched by the Lord and you have glimpsed the kingdom and you resolve to step forward and live into it, making it all the more real. Let this be true about you this Easter day amid this strangely challenging and illuminating pandemic time. Be with God. Go with God. Let love lead your way. Amen. Living in the now, with the promise of the not yet, we continue to offer our gifts to others, to those who hunger for hope in a time of uncertainty, for those who long for community to replace their loneliness, for those who seek faith instead of fears. Alone and together, we take Christ's hand and walk on to build the kingdom. Our tithes, gifts, and offering allow us to address the now while longing, to, longing for the promise of the not yet. For those of you that are gathered here, if you did not give your offering uh, as you came in, there's a plate at both, the, both of the exits as you make your way out so that you can give your offering then. Those of you who are online, there will be a screen that tells you the ways in which you can give in this day of celebration of Easter. Let us receive the gift of music.
lift up your spirits to God. Blessed are you, God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By your great mercy, we have been born anew to a living hope through the resurrection of your Son from the dead and to an inheritance which is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. Once we were no people, but now we are your people, declaring your wonderful deeds in Christ who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. You alone are God. You created form from the void, light from the darkness, and light, life from the dust of the earth. Even when we turned away from your goodness, your mercy was not turned aside. You brought us out of slavery, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and set before us the way of life. You loved the world so much you gave your only Son, Jesus Christ, that the world might be saved through him. Your Spirit anointed him to bring good news to the poor, release to the captives, sight to the blind, and freedom to the oppressed. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, ate with sinners, and won for you a new people by water and the Spirit. By the baptism of his death and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant. At his ascension, you exalted Jesus to sit at your right hand, where according to his promise, he is with us always, baptizing us with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, with all your people in all the ages and the whole company of heaven, we join in the words of unending praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Truly holy are you, and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. On the night in which he offered himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, and offered it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you once more, and offered it to his disciples, saying, Drink from this, all of you. This is the blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. On the day you raised him from the dead, he was recognized by his disciples in the breaking of the bread. In the power of your Holy Spirit, your church has continued in the breaking of the bread and the sharing of the cup. Therefore, in remembrance of all your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we ask you to accept this, our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving as a living and holy surrender of ourselves which we offer in union with Christ's sacrifice for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Send out your power of the Holy Spirit on us and on these gifts, that in the breaking of the bread and the drinking of the cup, we may know the presence of the living Christ, be renewed as his body and transformed into his likeness, faithfully serve him in the world, and look forward to his coming in final victory 
through him, with him, and in him, in unity with the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forevermore. Amen. We invite you to take your elements and partake. That's it. We trust this service has been a blessing to you all. God invites you to set a course for a better life by embracing the wonder and the miracle of love and goodness. In everyday lives, our lives, your life, make a choice today. Make a choice today and step forward in faith into that new creation where grace abides and where love leads. Claim the not yet and bring it more and more each day into your now. You will be blessed. And if you live this way, you will be a great blessing to those around you. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Happy Easter. Hallelujah. Be safe, stay healthy, and know that you are loved. Amen. Christ is risen, let all.